2: At that point for me, it was an outlet. It was just something that I needed to do. I needed to let this creativity side out and I'd finally found a partner that could do it with me. And so it was Mm -hmm. just fun in the beginning.
0: Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, and around here, we know that life is hard and we got to do everything we can to just make it a little bit more lovely. So it's my mission to bring you great conversations, practical tools and information, and a healthy dose of community to help make those things happen. If you want to find out more, you can go to our website at cultivatingthelovely.com, visit our amazing membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, Or by connecting with me on Instagram, which is one of my favorite places to interact with all of you. You can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. Thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, ladies, this week on the show, I had the absolute delight and pleasure to interview Leanne and Michelle. Now, if you guys have not checked out Leanne and Michelle, you must be living under a rock because they have the funniest Enneagram videos Anywhere on the internet, there are a couple of moms who do these Enneagram videos about how all of the different types would handle different circumstances, like how they handle Mother's Day gifts or shopping at Target or the holidays. They are so funny and So bizarrely accurate, you've really got to check them out. You will laugh till you cry, most likely, like I have. Send them to all of your friends, and we all need a little bit of that comic relief during this time. And in today's show, I got to get all the background information how they met, how they create their videos, how they come up with all the different ideas. It was so much fun, especially as like a former theater girl and improv nerd, and chat with them even about some of my ridiculous experiences. It was a really good time. So I am so looking forward to you guys getting to listen to this episode. But before we get there, I want to make sure you know everything we've got going on in Patreon right now. I know I talk about this all the time, but you guys, you can get into Patreon for $5 right now. You can sign up for just $5 and be a part of a sourdough club, a flower therapy, Therapy club that's all about planting flowers and having flowers in your home and finding joy from them. And we could all use a little bit of beauty and joy right now. We've got Zoom calls every week with book clubs. We're going through Jane Austen's Persuasion and Sarah Haggerty's Adore. We've got so much going on, so much community, and we want you to be a part of it. And in April, you can join us for just $5, get involved with it, become a part of this amazing community of ladies, be there for my live shows that I do on Facebook, all kinds of stuff. We've got so much content. So come over and join us at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely. All right, but without further ado, let's get rolling with this episode with Leanne and Michelle. Welcome, Leanne and Michelle. Oh, thanks for having us, Bianzi. Thank I you am, so much. I am so excited to have you guys on today. I have been obsessed with your Instagram. For quite a while now. And I know that a lot of people who follow me are also obsessed with your Instagram. And I just have like, I I, I remember sitting there watching your guys' stuff and being like, oh my gosh, I just like, I think I get these girls. And like, I have so many questions for them. And where do I even begin? And I was like, I should have them on my podcast. Like I have a way to do this. (laughs) I love that. We're so glad
2: that our comedy is resonating with you and your followers too. That's awesome.
0: Yes. It's so much fun. So to get going though, for anybody who doesn't know who you are, would you guys like
3: to introduce yourselves? Sure. Let's do it. Well, should we go one at a time or should we do it together, Michelle?
2: Um, why don't you take the lead on this one,
3: Leanne? Okay, fine. Um, so I'm Leanne, I'm a mom of three, and my background is acting. So my husband and I started an acting school, the Deering Studio, 11 years ago, and that's kind of what I was doing when I met Michelle, um, and I still do that, a lot of commercial acting and films and things like that, um, and now Michelle is my partner in crime in this new adventure.
2: Yes, and I my background is in television news. I was an anchor and reporter, and um, I met Leanne three years ago. And together, we are doing mom mostly mom centric comedy, um, female centric. Although our enneagram stuff has <laughs> brought us to a whole other level of yeah. audience, which is fun. But um, but yeah, we focus on um, comedy and making people smile, and and doing that through. Videos primarily parodies sketches and and live shows,
0: yes, and it is amazing, and okay, first of all though i just I was just taken aback when you said you guys have only known each other for three years yes I expected this <laughs> to have been like a lifelong friendship from the womb <laughs> it feels like that though <laughs> that's amazing, so how did you guys meet well we met
2: i this is michelle speaking we went uh, I took a improv class. I just wanted to try comedy. I'd never really tried it. And I thought that'd be fun. And then I was invited to perform improv for our church, uh, a big mom's group that we had um, at our church. And I needed a partner and I knew of Leanne through the grapevine. We had a lot of mutual friends and I knew Mm -hmm. that she did improv and I knew that they had improv at their acting studio. And so I just reached out to her blindly and said, Hey, I got This gig to do this show, but I need a partner. Do you want to do it? And she's like, sure. (laughs) And the joke was I was like, I've done improv for five minutes, and one person told me I'm funny. (laughs) You've done it for 10 plus years, and everybody knows you're funny. So she said, yes. I was shocked.
3: (laughs) That was the beginning. That was March 2017. Michelle. remember this. Like, she Michelle came over to my home, and she said, "I have this idea for us to just like film a little music video together before we do the show, so people will have seen us together online doing something, you know, kind of silly." And I was totally game. And we record this video, and then she texts me the next day, and she's like, "I feel like I miss you today. Is that weird?" It was after <laughs> oh, our first. You remember that? And I remember, I remember like talking to Matt, and I'm like, "I think I like this one." Like, what I <laughs> <guess?"> yes. <laughs> Like, are you falling in love or like making a friend? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and yes. just felt like it was just a very intense start to the friendship, I would yes. say. Yes. Yeah, describe it. We
2: like to joke that we eloped pretty quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. fell hard and fast for each other. <laughs> oh. We just dove into this business kind of unexpectedly. and um, But it's been awesome. And I do feel like we've known each other a lot longer than three years. It shocks me, too, that it's only been three years.
0: the best friendships are like that though. It just, you automatically feel like I've known you forever. Like where have you been all my life?
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, that
0: is so fun. So you guys did the thing at the church and then where did it kind of start to go from there?
3: I I think (laughs) Michelle, so one thing I will say about Michelle is she just has like vision. She's just one of these women that like when she decides something is going to happen, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I, the, the first couple of times after that I just remember Michelle was like this can't like this can't be it like we have to do more and I was like I absolutely want to do more with you we didn't know what we were supposed to do though like yeah there wasn't a business model in place there wasn't a roadmap for us to follow but I do feel like there I feel like Michelle specifically at the beginning had a vision that she just really we just want to make women laugh, and I wanted to do it I wanted to do it with her um, so initially we did a lot of live shows. We started doing some videos and then we had two of them go viral back to back. Um, Which am ones I remember remembering that right, Michelle? Yes, that's right. right? Was, there were two viral ones back to back that like got up into the millions of views on Facebook. So that raised a little bit of brand awareness about what we did. And then we had to start asking specifically like, who are we trying to serve? What do, Who do we want to make laugh? How can we turn this into a business? And um, that was when we got to start asking more fun questions, I would say.
2: Yeah. The videos were, the first one that went viral was, um, if you're my friend, then you'll buy this, oh. which was a parody of a Coldplay song <laughs> and a joke about MLMs everywhere. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> and then the second one was... Um, a Taylor Swift song and it was about Joanna Gaines and how we all want to be her. And, um, and that those went, those within, we released them within a couple months and they both went back to back and it just allowed our platform to grow really fast. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: that's when we looked at each other and we were at that point for me, it was an outlet. It was just something that I needed to do. I needed to let this creativity side out And I'd finally found a partner that could do it with me. And so it was just Mm -hmm. fun in the beginning. And then once we had this platform, we're like, okay. And in fact, back then we called ourselves Leanne and Michelle think they're funny. (laughs) And then people kept, it was like the comment we were seeing over and over and over again was, why do you think you're funny? You know, you're funny. So we had to drop that.
0: Oh, that's funny. (laughs) But, um, but after that, yeah, it just kind of grew until, until more and more and more. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, and From, you know, an outside perspective, I feel like a lot of people that I talk to on my show, they're like, you know, it looks like I had overnight success, but really it was years in the making and, you know, it was this big trudge through a decade of craziness. You guys really do kind of seem like you had overnight success, (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes and no, though, because, I mean, we each had 10 years yeah. in our respective fields working on camera and yeah. learning how to listen at a really high level and, and, you know, owning these specific skills that really were imperative. Like, I don't think we Absolutely. would have been able to do what we did so, quote unquote, effortlessly, if not for that.
2: Yeah. And even being able to identify ourselves as good partners yes. um, was, was essential, too, because yeah. had this happened with anyone else, I don't know that it would have lasted you know, this long. Mm -hmm. So we've had a lot of open communication and growing together to kind of keep it, keep it together. But like Leanne said, yeah, we brought a lot to the table, um, in this area. And then we had that kind of quick success with the comedy, but then it's been, it's been a little harder to get back there since then, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, but we've had to be content with, we found our audience, we found our niche and while things go viral, a little bit more rarely now, Um, it's still, we still get to do what we love and we have so much fun doing it.
0: Well, and you really have honed things in with the Enneagram. I mean, that was definitely how I found you and they're so spot on. I'm just always like, oh, surely, surely they'll get my number wrong. And then you guys say something and I'm just like, what? How how did they know they're not even that number? Like this is insane. So I guess I want to, I want to, you know, diverge over to that area now. Like what got, got you guys individually started with the Enneagram?
3: And then how did that morph into your videos? Okay, Before this conversation is done, I need to. I have a very, I have a guess about your type. I know we're not ever supposed to do that. <laughs> I would really like to just, can we just guess your type? Yes, forward? you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: I have a guess too.
3: Okay. I'm sure. Oh, no, you go, Leanne. I bet we, you want to do that now? Yeah. You can. Oh. Okay, I, I think based on the awesome story that I heard about Mackenzie before we went live about her coming to her child's um, 80s dance in, like, <laughs> costumes yes. feathered bangs, and I'm picturing, like, a lot of tulle and, like, a studded jacket, I'm guessing a seven. You feel like a seven. Ooh.
2: Okay, I have a different guess. Okay, what is okay. it? I guess three because you seem very motivated and um, go get them type, so. Yeah. Are either one of us right
0: yes and would it clarify for you at all that if I told you at the end of the 80s dance my greatest pride was that I made it in the yearbook that yes. Yes. Yeah. I got I'm, the recognition I'm I'm right I'm, <laughs> yes. you're a three yeah I'm a three <laughs> <Yes. Right. laughs> all about getting that recognition baby yes <laughs> But seven was a good guess. It was. And I'd actually, that's kind of what I was down to. Like, ooh, I'm a three or a seven. And then I ended up, I was a yeah. three. Yeah. Okay. That's so funny. Oh, I love
2: that. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, Enneagram. Now, okay, it's a little bit fuzzy to me, Leanne, who got with the Enneagram first. Yeah. I know I really got into it, but I don't remember if you were already into it before that. But I, I got into it because I have a friend of mine who has studied it. And she kept telling me, you're an eight. And every time I, she said, every time I read something about eights, I'm just, I think about you and I just really want you to confirm it and read the book. That's so great. I kind of resisted for a while just because I was, I don't know, is this one more thing to think about? And then once I started studying it and diving in, I just realized how helpful it was to understand mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. And I just was like, we, Leanne and I like to joke that we're missionaries about the <laughs> because We will talk your ear off and we will try to convert you. Yes. <laughs> yep. And then it's been, and then you know, Leanne, you had discovered that you're a four and then how much that helped us in our business relationship and in our friendship to understand one another. It's just been mind boggling how, mm. how eye-opening and helpful it's been.
0: Yeah, I think for communication, there's very few things I've ever found that have as much of an impact on being able to understand another person's perspective. So Leanne, what about you? Like, how did this personally like how did you figure out your four? Where did
3: that come from? So, okay, I'm remembering now. So I, I homeschool um our three kid well, one's a baby, but I homeschool the older two right now. Um even when we're not isolation yeah. school. <laughs> I've been for three years. I know we're all yeah. homeschooling right now. And I am part of this community of moms and there it's like a book club and they would not stop talking about this Enneagram book. So anytime a book gets brought Which up, when was it the road back to you? Ian's yeah. Ian Crohn's. Okay. Um, and so I read that and I remember like going in sort of like I had taken the Myers Briggs and I just sort of had one eyebrow raised. I was like, all right, we'll see, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I got to the, chapter about the Enneagram four. And I was so thankful that the author identified himself as a four quickly. And when I read that book, I think I told Michelle afterward, I just cried. Like at the end of that chapter, I felt like someone had <laughs> finally explained me to me. I know, which is such important to do. I, <laughs> I hear myself. Um, oh. but it, I, I did. I cried. I, I just felt like someone had finally explained this core, like fear that I was deficient that I'd never been able to put into words before and I just didn't I didn't assume anybody else felt that way which is a ridiculous Mm -hmm. assumption now I see that but it was just so eye-opening for me to have somebody uh explain that to me yeah Um, I just I just quickly became a fan and that enthusiasm you know our our brains we we write comedy together Michelle and I so we always say okay well how can we take this thing that we're interested in that is true and like exaggerate it, (laughs) just like blow it way out of proportion for comedy, which is kind of what we've started to do with our um, types that you see on the videos. Mm -hmm. And I love after having watched,
0: you know, a number of these videos, like it's so interesting to see how you guys have honed in each of those characters because they are very distinct. And so I guess my first question about that is how did you decide who was going to play which numbers?
2: Uh, Well, there's, Nine numbers, and so it would have to be an uneven number. And mm-hmm. I am going to be the first person to ever admit Leanne is a far better actress than I am, <laughs> so I knew right away that we were going to tip it towards her as far as she was going to take more numbers. And then after that, we just kind of decided we each wanted to do our own number and then just kind of you know go every other one as much as possible. But so I'm an eight, so I started off doing the eight, and then Leanne is a four, and then we just decided that she should do her wing as well, the four or five. And my wing is seven, but she nails that seven characters. Yes, she does. So it's my favorite. So she will forever be the seven. And so we just kind of alternated it from there. But I am really glad that I ended up with the three because as I study it more, threes and eights have a lot of similarities. Yes, they do. And so I can actually really relate to the three. So that's been fun. But other than that, it was just kind of luck of the draw. And then we just really have dived deep, as deep as we can into those numbers to really understand them. And every time we put out a video, we hear positive and negative feedback about people's numbers. And we, we take, we really, we read every single comment, take them all to heart, try to incorporate changes into the next video and have really just enjoyed learning that way too. Well,
0: and I think it's so interesting with the Enneagram because, you know, with Myers-Briggs and that sort of thing, I found myself like I would learn my own type, but I'm not going to go learn the other 15 types of Myers-Briggs. <laughs> right. like it's like whatever. You, you do you. You learn your own type. But the power of the Enneagram is knowing those things about all the other types because then you can have grace for other people and you can communicate in a different way. And so I think that's so much fun to be able to have a good grasp On all the other types and then getting to see them presented in this outlandish way (laughs) but that has so many chords of truth in it I mean I send them to my friends we send them back and forth all the time and especially like I have a couple of friends who are twos and the facial one I nearly came unglued. I was telling my friend, Shell, who's on the podcast with me quite often, I was like, this, this is what you would do. Like, you, you would get up and walk, like you would feel so bad for this person. And like, it was just, oh, I, we just die because it's so like, it's over the top, but then it's so like real as well. <laughs> and I think the funniest thing also is showing them to my mom, who is six and I crack up like, that is what you would do. You like, especially on that facial one, like you would tell them I've told other people to come here and like, she does that. (laughs) And then I, but she was watching it going, I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. This is nothing."
2: (laughs) I hear that from a lot of
0: sixes. (laughs) Really? It's hilarious. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's just, people don't like some, I think some types are able to see that mirror back on themselves a little easier.
2: Maybe. Yes. I know. I don't, I don't want to insult any sixes, but I think sixes might be the least able yeah. to like laugh at themselves,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: numbers, which is fine. It's okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, ladies, I want to tell you about one of my very favorite new products, especially for stress relief and pain management in my back, and that is Theragun. Now, you guys... I have had my eye on one of these puppies for a really long time because I had my chiropractor use something very similar on me a couple of years ago, and I've always thought I need one of those things to help me relieve stress and deal with all of the pain that I have in my back. I have scoliosis, and I carry a lot of the tension between my shoulders, and it always gets worse when I'm working on my computer, which is my job. (laughs) So I have a lot of pain a lot of the time, and Theragun is this amazing amazing handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. This thing is Amazing! It has different heads that you can change out to really target specific areas. You can change the angle of the head so it's actually able to reach all different parts of your body all by yourself, which is really nice. Sometimes I even have my kids use it on my back for me, though. And it has helped so much with that daily pain that I'm usually trying to manage. And I just love how it is able to relax my muscles and help me to de-stress after a long day and has made a big difference, especially in an acutely stressful time, to be able to just sleep better and rest at the end of the day. I highly encourage you to check out Theragun. This is not something for just medical professionals or athletes. It can be for just regular moms trying to get through the day with muscle pain and muscle tension. It's a real thing. So feel better naturally, treat your pain, and get back to your life. Try Theragun risk free for 30 days or your money back by going to Theragun.com slash lovely. For a limited time, my listeners to this podcast get up to a hundred and fifty dollars off your device. That's Theragun.com slash lovely. Theragun.com slash lovely. So when you guys are doing like exaggerating your number, your own numbers, like, is it just purely funny or does it feel a little too close to home sometimes?
3: I mean, I... For me, playing the, other than the seven, the seven is just like my favorite to play because I think deep down in my heart of hearts, I just wish I was a seven. (laughs) I love sevens. My husband's a seven. A lot of my very closest friends are sevens. Michelle has a super strong seven wing. Like I just, I get along famously with sevens, but I have a ball playing the four. And at first playing the four was the hardest one because there were there was so much that you worked to overcome in your own type. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, yeah. You try to change behaviors that you know are not helpful for you. Um, and then I realized, no, 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 just go back to like super <laughs> indulgently in her twenties. Like <laughs> yes, to that's <laughs> topic. Yes. Oh and now it's so fun. I love that. Yeah.
2: So and I yeah, I feel the same way about the eight. I think once I kind of came to grips with the fact the funniest part is you take the negative and you just kind of make fun of it. Yeah. Then that, and then also it's just kind of, I'm I'm a healthy eight now, but I haven't always been healthy and kind of yeah. thinking back, like what were the unhealthy choices that I would make? And one of my favorite eight moments is on the Disney world video where I'm trying to walk through the crowd and I'm getting mad at people and telling them like, you know, walk like you drive, walk like you drive, you, you know, pass on the left, pass on the right. You know what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's in my head. I don't always say it out loud anymore. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh gosh. Well, no, in I the Disney it. video also, Leanne, where you're like taking people out. It was with, were you, I don't know if you were in the four or the seven, but it was like at the parade and you had all the stuff and yes. you like broke
3: somebody's. Yes. <laughs> oh, that my was weird. With my electric hips. You know? Yes.
0: Yes. So, I mean, I can imagine. I mean, I used to, I grew up in the theater and you know, so I've done some very strange things in public for performances, um, but I'm just wondering, like when you guys were able to film in public, especially like in stores and Disney World and that kind of thing. It was Disney World, right? Was it? Wasn't yes. Okay. How how do you handle the public?
3: Michelle loves it. Michelle, yeah, like, <laughs> do it too. every day for fun, and I, yes. like, I just want to like. Crawl in my
2: hidey <laughs> <deep> book. <open door. laughs> <laughs> I, I well, one of the one of the um, telltale signs of an eight is we don't care what people think of us. Yeah, at yeah. all, ever. So I don't care if you're staring at me or wondering what I'm doing. The, I actually kind of find that humorous. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, Leanne too, with her acting background, you can handle it. It's fine. But you know, there have been some moments where we kind of wait until someone stops staring, or we ha-
0: and we have famously gotten kicked out of
2: a few locations. <laughs>
0: so, oh, a few. Okay, cuz I saw something that you posted about being kicked out of Target.
2: Yeah. And
0: have there been others?
2: Um yes, well we we've learned <laughs> we've learned, you know, it's better to ask forgiveness than permission, but if we really are have our heart set on a certain place, then we will ask permission um, and we've been denied. <laughs>
0: Oh No. To
2: certain but yeah, we got kicked out of Target. It was actually we filmed our Enneagram video just because we'd been kicked out of Target before we learned to be really just um undercover ninjas target. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't get kicked out we did the Enneagram one, but we had done a music video early on and we full on got kicked out
0: of Target. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just I can't believe that you guys didn't get kicked out when Leanne like got down that boogie board or whatever it was and was riding it in the middle. <laughs> Of the we the i had uh, leanne were
2: we do we have anyone with us on that one Gosh,
3: I feel yes like,
0: yes bonnie was with her. our videographer
2: bonnie shot that one
3: yeah and out, like a lookout. She has,
2: yeah so one of us would act as the lookout and bonnie <laughs> but bonnie had a you know she has a like a big camera and she would just kind of hide it you know like, <laughs> it's oh. just we just if target is listening we're you know so just, just invite us next time and pay us that'd be fantastic.
0: yeah You've really given them nothing but good publicity, so exactly, exactly. they should not be upset. So <laughs> this was a question I had. So how do you divvy up the work, and do you have other people involved? Obviously, this Bonnie. How does that all work for you guys from, like, a production standpoint?
3: Go, Michelle.
2: So we, for our Enneagram videos – We, we basically will just come up with a topic and then divide and conquer the research on our individual types that we're playing. Mm -hmm. And then ideally when we come together to shoot, we're just in the background giving each other notes Mm because we just, we know each other really well. and We know what our strengths are. We are kind of getting to know all the numbers as well. So we'll just offer Mm -hmm. suggestions and whatnot. And, uh, in an ideal world, we're working with Bonnie, who's our, videographer we worked with since the beginning and we adore her we would adopt her if she was not married and had a family of her own but (laughs) anyway (laughs) so she uh, but right now we're in quarantine so we're actually Mm -hmm. filming them ourselves um and you know doing the best we can with that but um and then i'll I'll edit them but that's kind of how we that's how our enneagrams are pretty just much we both kind of bring 50 percent to the table Mm -hmm. um and the parodies and the other videos, sketches that we do, we have a little bit of a different process And um, that I kind of tend to be the big idea person and the more administrative one, whereas Leanne is the creative. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of come up with ideas together or I'll tell her like right now we're working on a pitch with a specific target audience in mind. And I've just basically said to her like, you come up with the fun part because I don't <laughs> have anything <laughs> And yeah, so is that that's pretty accurate, right, Leanne?
3: I would say that's almost exactly how I would have said it. Yes, Michelle.
2: <laughs> yeah, and All the right. funny thing is that the parodies—nine times out of ten—I feel like I'm trying to convince Leanne to do them. <laughs> so I'll I'll think of a parody idea, and I will write the entire. I'll spend a couple hours writing the whole script out mm-hmm. to convince her it's going to be funny, and I'll send it to her, and she'll be like, "Oh, it's really funny. Let me let me play around with it," and she'll change almost every single word. Uh, <laughs> it's know, it's ten, ten times funnier. It's ten times funnier. I love it.
0: <laughs> that's great though, that you can have like nobody's intimidated to go ahead and make the changes that need to be made. I think that's a huge testament to the relationship that you guys have, that you're able to work together and not be threatened by the other one's needed talent. That's really no. amazing.
2: Well Leanne can speak to this, but that's based on the foundation of what our our partnership is built on, which is improv. And that's all about listening. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be a good listener and you have to, in order for the scene to work on an improv stage, you you have to be working to make your partner look good. Yeah. And, and that just kind of came from our foundation and is what we carry into all of our work. I'm just, I honestly want Leanne to look great. And if I look great in the process, that's okay. But I, (laughs) you know, I want to build her up to play to her strengths and she's thinking the same way about me. So it works really well.
0: Yeah. Well, and one of the number one rules of improv, you've got to be willing to say yes. Yes. Because if you say no, it kills the whole thing. So you got to go with it. (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah.
3: So Mackenzie, I have to ask because this question's been burning since you said it. Like, go back to your theater background for me for just just for thirty seconds and tell me like just one embarrassing thing you had to do in public.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I, there was the time I had been in the Velveteen Rabbit and a photographer came and saw the show. And granted, I was like 13 at the time. And mm-hmm. she wanted me to dress up in my fairy costume and prance around a very large public park Perfect. so that she could take photos. Uh-huh. So that was one,
2: 13. That's hard. Yeah. Know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was one of many, of many. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> exactly. I love that. That's awesome. But there was also, you know, I was in a theater troupe growing up. Like we would take off of school and go – Perform at elementary schools and different venues around the area. And so when we would have a break, our leader, our director, would just take us to the mall and let us loose. Well, there's nothing more dangerous than letting a bunch of theater kids loose together in (laughs) a mall in the middle of the day. (laughs) You know, we would pretend people were deaf and we were signing to them. We would take on different accents. You know, I mean, like nothing was off limit. really. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I love
2: it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I think
0: one of – I'm just turning this into, you know, this is an interview all about me, but I got to say that one of my favorite sketches I ever did in the theater troupe was I had watched a Tracy Ullman – do you remember the Tracy Ullman show? Oh,
2: yeah, of yeah. course.
0: And she did this sketch, and we adapted it for our troupe, and it was called the No Panties Mambo. And <laughs> – Basically, I was supposed to come on and do this mambo number with like these big gold sleeves and like this ridiculous dress and I had to come on and tell my director like somebody stole the little gold panties that go with my outfit. I can't do the dance. But as I'm trying to tell her this, like my partner comes on and he's like, let's go. And he grabs my hand and we start in on this dance. And of course, I had like a nude leotard underneath it. But the whole thing is that I'm like trying to hold down my Skirt through the whole mambo, and he's like got me on his shoulders and like you know flipping me all over the place. And I had so many people come up to me after that and be like, "Did that? Is that really what happened? Did you really not have your panties?" Of course, I had them. Like
3: that was the whole thing. Like I would not have done it otherwise. Girl, you were the original Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that's it's totally That's yeah. every bit as weird as I was hoping it would be. Thanks. Yeah, you.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh man, so, oh, yeah, that's I'm funny. Willing to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, what has been your guys's favorite video to shoot so far?
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, why, why is this
3: me? I probably would have said the Joanna Gaines music video. Um, and I still love that one, like I have a major soft spot for that video. We had a lot of fun making that. Um, but I just I really enjoy the Enneagram content so much right now that i I honestly yeah. have a hard time uh, answering that i, I think i 'm having a lot of fun with the Enneagram at the moment
2: yeah, I agree. I, I think some of our music videos have been a ton of fun, like the Fanny pack video was just a ton of fun to shoot because we recreated a nightclub and we had a whole bunch of extras and um, we did it. Is Justin Timberlake sexy back? But we rewrote it. Uh, I'm bringing fanny pack. <laughs> and uh, it was really fun. And then we also did a parody of The Bachelor called The Diet, where I entertain. I'm you know a mom of two trying to lose the baby weight, and I entertain a dozen different diets as my <sighs> you know to try and figure out which one I'm going to hitch myself yeah. to for life. So there's Weight Watchers and Nutrisystem and CrossFit and Vegan and all this stuff. And it, that one was a ton of fun. Yeah. As well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is fun. Out of the enneagram ones specifically, was there one that you felt like was more enjoyable to come up with and shoot than the others?
2: Honestly, I, I know this seems like the easy answer, but the Disney World one was
0: <laughs> so
2: fun because we were there, and we were we were there to MC a national conference. That's amazing. And and we got park hopper passes, and so we got to just play in the park and shoot. And I really like that one. But I also, of the more recent ones we've done too, I really like the Starbucks one because I just felt mm-hmm. like that I could watch that one. I'm not sick of it yet. I could watch it Yeah, <laughs> <I> enjoy
0: it. <laughs> well, and the, the Disneyland one, I mean, it's it was such a, a broad – I mean, it's so big that you can yeah. do that and you've got so much material to work with. But I also love that you guys kind of held it ransom until you got like enough Instagram followers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We did yeah. – <laughs> you dangled it out in front of everyone we've got this amazing video come and get it yes exactly
3: blackmail and you're not wrong
0: (laughs) social media i just think there are no rules you've got to do what you've got to do exactly in the door exactly for sure and you did it it was amazing
2: Uh, that's over
3: 10k that was That was the whole deal. That's like when you're a kid and you're like, I'm two hands. Like that sounds like a major milestone. That was yeah, very it, exciting. Is.
2: <laughs> it is. It's very exciting. And then shortly after that, we hit over 10K on YouTube. So
0: that's, that's awesome. That's so awesome. And so how have you seen like the differences between pursuing a platform like Instagram? Or YouTube, because I definitely found you originally on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, of course they're on YouTube." Like, I don't know why I didn't realize that. But do you see differences in the way you pursue each? Yeah,
2: I can speak to that. Um, So we started off on Facebook, and that was, and that's still where we have the strongest following, and that's Mm -hmm. where our videos went viral. And we just kind of felt like the moms were on Facebook, and they found us there. And twenty-four to fifty-year-old, four-year-old women are our people there, and. And so that's kind of what we focused on. And, and individually, we, we both prefer Instagram, I guess, as a social media account. So we were just kind of growing our Instagram more because that's our, just our preferred medium. Mm-hmm. And then we approached Enneagram and Coffee, Sarah Jane Case, who runs yeah. Enneagram and Coffee. We approached her and we because we're both into the Enneagram. And we were like, we noticed that you don't have any video content. We would love to create some funny video content regarding the Enneagram. Would you be willing to post it? And so since we started working with her, our audience really started growing a lot more with Enneagram content. And then we were a little bit not nervous about YouTube, but it was intimidating because there's all these rules about watch times and subscriber numbers and that you have to keep up in order to monetize it. And so we were just using it like a lot of creative people do just as a holding spot. Mm -hmm. So we would just put our videos there just to have them on our account. And we weren't really worried about growing it. And also, you know it's better for the YouTube link for your website to have all that stuff. So we had we had all that there. And then we just noticed the Enneagram content in particular started gaining kind of steam on its own. Um, and yeah. so we we just we just poured our... Once we noticed it was gaining steam on its own, we just have really, really focused on YouTube the last few months. And you know what? It's um, We're both Christians and we, we think God has a plan for us. And mm-hmm. I think that that was part of it because now during this quarantine where we're not getting any sponsored content right now, we were able to monetize YouTube prior to this and it's what's keeping our business alive right now. Yeah. So... The fact that we have all this Enneagram content, people are watching it and they're staying on and they're watching all twelve minutes and they're yeah. watching the next video is awesome. And we just love that it's resonating with people and that, you know, it can it can also help fund our ventures.
0: Yeah. Okay, parents. We are taking on a lot right now, balancing working from home and e-learning for our kids, all while trying to bravely create a positive environment for our kids. And with all the libraries, schools, and bookstores shut down, it can be really hard to find new and interesting books for our kids to keep them engaged in reading during this crazy time. Well, I have the answer for you, literati. It's the subscription book club that makes it easy to find unique and interesting books for your kids by delivering great stories straight to your doorstep. Literati knows that home deliveries will be critical in meeting your need for uplifting educational materials in the coming weeks and months, and reading together will help create a time of adventure and bonding for your family and has real educational benefits as well. Kids who read books have better vocabularies and longer attention spans, which is probably something we all need our children to work on. During this insane pandemic, each Literati box contains five beautiful books based on a theme and contains exclusive original art and a personalized note to your child, which I think is a really nice touch and can be really encouraging during a crazy time like this literati has been really helpful for my family especially for my second grader who just tears through books left and right we had really run out of a lot of new material for her to be able to read but getting our literati box in the mail allowed her to have fun new things that she could engage in and be interested in reading because i don't want her to fall behind in her reading by the time she finally gets back into school and this was a great way for us to really keep on top of it and with really beautiful wonderful interesting books because literati actively curate stories that spark curiosity and soften the heart, which saves us hours of searching the store or scrolling through lists of mediocre books online, and Literati will beat the Amazon list price. And you can only keep your favorites and send back the rest for free. That means you're only paying for the books your kids love. You can even donate books you already own, and Literati will match every one you send. For a limited time, go to literati.com slash lovely for 25% off your first two orders. This is their best offer available anywhere. To get it, you have to go to literati.com slash lovely for 25% off your first two orders. literati.com slash lovely. It's so amazing how God can provide in those ways that you don't see coming or don't expect and then it all ends up working out I know yes. I've very much been having that experience too I mean it's still like oh this this can't go on much longer <laughs> oh, but but yeah I mean I had a ton of sponsors pull off the podcast and then it was like Whoa, what are we gonna do so we've started like seeking out you know like oh that bidet company <laughs> they'd oh. be a good fit oh did you get <laughs> in with the bidet company because just- we are working on it we're working <laughs> on it man <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if they need a funny video, let us yes. know. <laughs> my husband and I, my husband and I, Leanne, will vouch for me on this. My husband and I went to Japan last year for oh. a vacation, and um, their bidets over there are uh, amazing. Yeah, like, like a spot for your bo- for your bum. Yeah, and I really wanted Japanese toilets.
3: <laughs> that is so funny. It's not standard here. Like, I truly don't understand that. It's I know okay. money. The seats warm. Like they play music. Moment. Yeah.
2: I don't That's incredible. wanted to get that trend going.
3: Yeah, I know. Like,
0: what the heck? We? Why are we so behind on this? It would have really saved a lot of people during this pandemic. Seriously, I worry if everyone had fancy toilets,
3: right? Yep.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. One hundred percent with you on that one.
3: <laughs> so like, the toilet, toilet ringtone. Is, do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is so great. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. For so sure. many ideas.
0: You have the app on your phone for controlling your bidet, you know, it's like a whole thing. Yep. Yep. So I, you guys do talk about this as a business. So what other parts other than, you know, like YouTube monetization and that sort of thing has filled this out as a business for you guys?
3: Live shows would be the other prong of what we've done in the past year. Um, And those are a lot of fun. We've had the privilege of traveling to some really cool conferences and, we just, we love playing to moms. Like Those are our people, that's, that's where our heads are. And so all of the comedy that just naturally kind of fl- ends up flowing from us, is, it mm-hmm. just feels like so much of it is for them. And it's really hard to, and you know this, Mackenzie, it's, there's nothing like the live feedback of an audience. Like oh, there's yeah. just nothing like it. Um, we, we love our videos and we're so grateful for them, but it's been really fun to play to live audiences in this past year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. And then the other prong would be sponsored content videos. So we've done videos for Britax car seats and, and we just did a big series that was, we think is really funny for Bambino, which is an app oh. for babysitting. And we did, we came up with some really funny content with them that's out there. And, and those, those as well, which is, um, you just, uh, giving brands funny content to promote their business and get more eyeballs on them.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Well, I think you guys are doing an amazing job. You're so much fun to watch. It's been especially inspiring through all of this Corona craziness that you guys have still been able to come up with videos. Like how has that, I mean, obviously you guys can't be together, but how has that process like changed? How are you still able to keep moving forward during this time?
3: It's, I mean, obviously it's challenging, but I would say it's forcing us to be creative and Mm -hmm. sometimes putting constraints on your creativity is a really useful exercise and neither of us hopes it goes on forever, but I've loved seeing, I mean, not just what Michelle and I have put our heads together on, but like, there's a lot of content creators that have done some really wonderful and wonderful things. And to me, it's so life-giving to see how are we overcoming this as a creative Mm -hmm. community, you know? For sure. Um, So from right, for right now, we've been, we just did a really fun collaboration with another mommy duo. Can I say this, Michelle? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. There's a, another um, mom comedy duo who we love. We, we met up recently. They're called Don't Call Me Mommy. And we did a series with them for Parents Magazine. Um, and we all shot it in our own individual homes. And the editor is piecing it together in a way that is very creative, that tells a cohesive story. So, you know, we're, awesome. forced to, yeah, we're forced to explore some new ways to get to, to storytelling, which is fun.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I think that especially for online content creators, this time has... <laughs> opened up different opportunities than we normally would have had. I mean, so much of my whole thing is about community online. It has been for years. It was like, hey, everybody, we've already got this going on. So why don't you come join? You know, Yes. <laughs> but I, I find myself having more work than I've ever had during oh, awesome. this. Than you know, I mean, it's still a lot of scrambling and whatnot. And I get the joy of homeschooling my children on top of it, which I used to be a homeschooler and then had like a major life change about three years ago and was ready to say goodbye to that. So this is extra fun, especially with a 14 year old, you know, oh my goodness. but yeah, yeah, we're getting through, we're getting through. Hopefully we all survive, but, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's been more work than ever, which I'm so grateful for and to still have like those creative outlets and being able to create content. I think it's almost therapeutic in the midst of all the craziness.
2: Agreed. 100%. Yeah. If, I didn't, if I didn't have this outlet or these deadlines mm-hmm. during this time, it would be completely detrimental to my mental health and yeah. just my ability to do anything. So the fact that we we have kind of a schedule now where we're trying to produce content once a week and deadlines we're giving ourselves and we have we have a backlog of ideas. Thankfully, our audience loves to tell us what they want to see. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a ton of ideas that we've come up with and we've heard from people. So um, yeah, we, we have a lot to keep us going. Um, hopefully quarantine doesn't last forever, but yeah.
0: but is, you're, you're doing well so far. And that actually was something I was curious about. How much of the Enneagram stuff when you're specifically like coming up with things for each type is crowdsourced from your following?
3: Huh. You know what? I would say for me, it's not like specific lines or ideas as much as it is general feedback. Like I know for me, writing for the two, the four and the seven comes really super easily to me. I, I and The four is not a surprise, but the seven yeah. and the two, like I just don't have a hard time with. But the nine, I feel like I really am continuing to learn. I Originally, like the first few sketches, I remember there was some feedback we got that, you know, we're there's more to us than being afraid of conflict. And so I had to go Mm -hmm. back and learn again and read the books and like really unpack a little bit. What else is there to the nine that I can learn about? And luckily Michelle is married to a nine, so I can also ask her, what would Jason do in this situation? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's super helpful.
0: Yeah,
2: we we really want feedback from our followers. We want to hear what they want to see. I, I someone suggested recently, Leanne, I haven't even told you this yet, but they were like, Can you please go back in time and do Enneagram types in the nineties? Like, oh my I god, never thought about that.
0: That's amazing. That you should do every decade. We should, <laughs> should go back and do like revolutionary war enneagram types. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh my gosh, you're speaking you're speaking Leanne's love language right now. Anything <laughs> like
0: Hamilton (laughs) enneagram (laughs) type.
2: (laughs)
3: Wigs.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. But
2: no, we love that. And I also, for me, Leanna struggled with the nine. I've struggled with the six. It's probably been the hardest one for me, and not and getting a lot of feedback like we're not just conspiracy theorists. And you know preparing for Armageddon except for right now that's a fun joke
0: <laughs> yes
3: because
2: <laughs> every six you know has plenty of toilet paper and less always, yes. let's be honest yeah. but um you know so kind of getting into the nuanced version of them and I'll go to people and I'll say you're a six okay great well tell me how you would have done this different and yeah. I, I really honestly love hearing that whether you want to do it in a public comment or a private message and then we also have friends of ours we try to have we, you know we have friends that are every number that will if we're in a yeah. bind we'll text them. Or Sarah Jane Case from Enneagram and Coffee. She's been really great about giving us ideas too.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, she's like kind of the original Instagram feed I feel yeah. like for Enneagram. Yes. So, yes. and I saw you guys have your hands on her new book, don't you? We
2: do. Oh, we do. It's I so do good. My
0: hands on that. I'm, yeah. I'm holding it right now, actually. I have
2: to-
3: oh, <laughs> that's so fun.
2: And it's pretty. So yes. fours will love it. <laughs>
3: do my little cart right
0: here (laughs) that's awesome okay so what does a day like a typical day right now look like for you guys
3: um so for us are you talking about like a quarantine day or
0: yeah i mean you could do both you could tell us what it was like before and what you're doing now
3: so well because we homeschool some of our day-to-day is the same Mm -hmm. but what we're not doing right now is like we're part of multiple co-ops and things like that so Mm -hmm. monday and tuesday are Because I'm a four, structure is good for me. Like structure and discipline are my friends. Yeah. Um, So Monday and Tuesday are like our anchor days where we're homeschooling in community. And we don't have that right now. Um, But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are pretty much the same. I try to start school early in the morning. Um, Ideally have it done by lunchtime. That doesn't always happen. Um, And then I try to keep in in well, not in pandemic. I try to keep Fridays flexible for filming with Michelle. Um, Is kind of like my goal, but. Yeah, right now our day, like our day in, day out looks pretty similar, except we're missing all the people, obviously.
0: Yeah. And when do you do a lot of your work, Leanne?
3: So Fridays are the the days that I try to keep us flex. Like we do four heavier school days, Monday through Thursday. It's harder with a baby, to be honest, but that's the goal. And then Fridays is when we do a lot of filming. And then I take my commercial clients, honestly, whenever they need me. So that part of my schedule does change week to week. And I just luckily I have a husband who's like a total team player and he'll jump in and run school if he needs to for a morning, if I need to go shoot something. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And I have two kids first and third grade and I do not homeschool except for obviously right now.
3: Yeah. And um,
2: so typically I'll drop my kids off. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I am, um, I have a PR business on the side. So I'm either working with clients or I'm working on Leanne and Michelle stuff. And Tuesdays and Thursdays, I teach public speaking at a local university. So I've had to transition that to online as well. Yeah. Which is really hard to teach public speaking from an online format, but we're figuring it out.
0: <laughs> I can I think that might be a little difficult. Like how to public speak not in public ever. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how to public speak in front of your phone and upload it to YouTube. Like yes. <laughs> it's a different piece. But yeah. um but yeah, no, that's and that's pretty and then we keep the Fridays open for shooting and then also we're flexible on the weekends because our husbands are a little bit more flexible then as well. But it's, you know, if we have a deadline, it's 5 a.m. wake up calls and getting writing done in the morning or staying up late and doing it too. So
0: yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Okay. And what is some little way right now in the midst of all of this craziness that you guys are cultivating a little bit of loveliness in your life?
3: Oh, I have one. So Michelle and I started this tradition with our kids. Michelle is um, in addition to just being like a talent Swiss, Swiss army knife, which you've already heard, like she does it all. She coaches, she does, she teaches, she edits, she's a comedian. Like, she's just amazing at a lot of things. She is the biggest extrovert I have ever met in my entire life. <laughs> like she needs people in a way that is really, and it's, and it's a very sincere and beautiful need. It's not like it, she just really loves her people around her. Um, and there was a day that I could just sense that she was kind of low. And, you know, we've all had those days since this COVID. Mm-hmm. Craziness, and I was like, what can I do? Like, what could I do for her today? And I realized the only thing that would help was people. Mm-hmm. We couldn't go in her house, but the kids and I decided we were going to do a distance picnic. So we picked up donuts and coffee and we went to her door. And she and her kids sat on one side of the door and we sat six feet back on our picnic blanket and we read aloud a chapter from a Nancy, was it Nancy Drew or Hardy Boys? It was Nancy Drew, right? Nancy Drew, yeah. A Nancy Drew book, and we had a distance picnic, and yeah, it awesome. was awesome. Like, And Nancy- I
2: wondered, I 100% cried, because, which is, I mean, Leanne's the crier of this relationship, but I, <laughs> I, it was so, I was having a down day, and just, she knows me so well, and to see her pop up at my front door, and it was just, it was one of the best things that's ever happened to me. So it was, Aww. that was definitely a lovely, <laughs>
0: lovely thing. yeah. Oh, it
2: was so sweet. Um, my, so I'm not that, um, hmm, how do you put it? I, I love my kids and I love spending time with them. I'm just not the best at like their level stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me. Um, and I'm definitely not artsy crafty. but my kids need that outlet. So something that we've been doing that I've actually been enjoying is we're And I think a lot of people are doing this right now, but we're finding rocks Mm -hmm. in the neighborhood and painting them and then leaving them around for people to find. Mm -hmm. And that's just been really fun. And we're finding on walks, people will pick them up and move them into other people's yards and just kind of trying to keep that smile on people's faces right now and keeping my kids' artsy, craftsy side
3: (laughs) taken
2: care of. And uh, we brought some to you, didn't we, Leanne?
3: You did. And yeah. another thing you did, Mich- Michelle um, did like a chalk your walk, but it was this beautiful, oh. elaborate mosaic. You should uh, It's on her Facebook, or her, sorry, her Instagram. It yes. was so beautiful. I loved that.
2: It was a that's labor awesome. of love. It yeah. took forever. And then the rain washed it away. So I'm still a little sad about it, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> that's so deep. hard. <laughs> you no, know, I used to be a cookie decorator, and there's a certain Ooh. amount of like, you just got to let it go. That that's yeah. going be eaten.
2: It's going to get eaten. But, yeah. Oh, it's the worst
0: <laughs> All that hard work <laughs> oh well, I love that, okay, are you guys ready for my stock questions?
2: Yes, Pressured? this or that
0: yes, okay. okay, so candles or essential oil diffuser diffuser candles okay <laughs> cloth oh, napkins or paper 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 paper, for paper. <laughs> what is that question <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Okay, city or country?
3: country.
2: City.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Michelle said city, Leanne said yes. country. Okay.
3: Country, country. Mm.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, you are a homeschooler. So, yes. <laughs> you
2: know. yeah, she wants the goats and the farm, and I want yeah. to walk to the restaurants and, yeah.
0: Exactly. Well. <laughs> exactly. I tried to embrace that lifestyle for a while, and it was like square peg, round hole. Not- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, paper or digital? Digital. Leanne, did you answer? I said digital too. Okay, I maybe at the the same time. time. Okay, like I couldn't hear. Okay, shopping. Not that we have any other option right now, but if it were normal times, would you rather do it online or in the store?
2: In the store.
3: (laughs) Both. Okay, if I have to pick one, I guess I would say in the store. I like to touch the things. Okay. That, that does not surprise me. Okay.
0: It's four o'clock or whatever time you're making dinner and you need a mental break. Do you listen to a podcast or music?
1: Podcast.
0: And what are some of your favorite podcasts?
2: Cultivating the Lovely. Well, my answer. <laughs> I love Typology, the Enneagram yes. podcast um, by Ian Cron. I like that you can kind of pick through and pick the types you want to listen to. Yeah. Um, those it's are two of my love favorites
3: with Jen Hatmaker. Oh, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I have some homeschool podcasts. I listen to also. Um,
2: uh-huh. I love the pop cast. Yes. So yes. funny.
3: Love the pop. Are you, are you a B Fots?
2: No. Like in their
0: Patreon where you get their No,
2: Patreon. I'm not. Oh, no,
0: that's, I, they are doing a
3: recap on tiger King right now. That's <gasps>
0: really something. Uh, to I've got to cool. get in on that. I've yes. got to get in on that. Yeah.
3: Oh, also, the Deering Studio podcast is pretty fire. Okay. <laughs> exactly. her, has, her
2: husband's sultry voice, if you want to listen. Awesome.
0: <laughs>
2: no, that's a really motivating one, too. It's good.
0: Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Chocolate, milk or dark? Dark. Milk. What? Milk? milk?
2: I did not know. <laughs> now I know.
0: <laughs> sports or no sports?
2: No, no sports. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That doesn't really surprise me either. <laughs> my kids um,
2: do ballroom dancing, both my son and daughter. So that's amazing. That tells you how we're into sports we are.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and we that's are an actor family through and through. <laughs> yeah. All theater nerds. Every yes.
0: My poor father, he was a really big sports guy and he tried to coach me in softball for three years when mm-hmm. I was growing up. And he'd be like, to my mom, you know, she's she's tap dancing in the outfield like <laughs> why is she tap dancing in the outfield so finally, my mom finally said like I will not attend any more games with the two of you like
3: nothing like, <laughs> is done mess down
0: That's
3: yeah okay. so I quit and the, I, I was I too was forced into sports as were all children of the 90s like I feel right? like that was what you did everyone yeah, had yeah. To be in a sport. And, and I mean I definitely see the value in that I'm not putting that down but I would like turn my tennis racket into an air guitar and I yeah. like drumming on my side of the court yeah, you know, yeah. Yep. Oh my, my dad would be like catch the ball
0: and I'd be like I'm gonna wait for it to hit the ground first <laughs> and I'll go <laughs> get it <laughs> I don't want it that's flying so cool. at my actual head
2: seriously <laughs> I can so relate that's <laughs>
0: I'll pretend I'm dancing with no panties on, but don't make me catch a ball. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh what is your, oh, this is so dumb. This next question. Live broadcasting. Would you rather broadcast or watch? Broadcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much across the board. Okay. Yeah. What are your favorite movies? Each of you. Oh, yeah good question. Uh, I I would, I would
2: say I love, I I know it's a classic, but I love Gone with the Wind. I just introduced my kids to it. That was fun. There's a few adult topics in there I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I forgot about that. That was, that was a fun, that was fun. And um, yeah, that's one of my favorites.
3: We haven't done, we haven't done that one yet, but I'm looking forward to it. But I, so I'm a sucker for the old musicals. I know you are too, Michelle, but like The King and I, The Sound of Music, I every single time. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. uh, how many times I've seen it. But I also, I'm a comedy nerd. Like anytime I have a chance to choose between drama and comedy, and this drives my husband absolutely insane because he's an actor's actor, (laughs) I I will reach for Dumb and Dumber over. (laughs) Um, So that's, yeah, I don't know. I just really value comedy. I feel like when I'm putting things in my head, especially right now, they gotta be funny, man. yeah
0: yeah yeah, Yeah. for sure i'm like if it doesn't tie up with a pretty little bow or it's funny then i'm out right now yeah yeah for that reason i'm out yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay if you guys were to put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum where zero (laughs) is totally not crunchy and 10 is like singing kumbaya by the fire with your legs unshaven and dreadlocks in your hair where are you on the spectrum?
3: spectrum
2: I love this question. This is a very good question for us. I am a zero. Okay, maybe a one because I I do have some essential oils, but
3: you're not yeah. a zero because you cook very healthy, nourishing foods, and you guys live a very healthy lifestyle. Like I feel like your crunch factors at least two or three. Come now.
2: <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable with that. Like, I can maybe say 1.5 two, but I'm, I'm not going to three. That's that's way too extreme. <laughs> Leanne <laughs> wants to be a 10, but she likes shaving her legs.
3: I, I would love – like, 10 – I can't say 10 is aspirational. I do like shaving my legs. I would love to be, like, an 8 or a 9. I'd love to be someone who cooks organic and, like, really does have the yard full of goats. Um, but I really don't. Like, a lot of that is aspirational for yeah. me, not actual. I'd say I'm probably, like, a 5. Okay. Um, um, I'd go- say
2: closer to 6, 7.
3: Really? But Thank you.
2: How do you homeschool – you don't do. love shoes in your house.
3: True.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're minimalist. I don't know. There's just a lot of, you know, and then the oils.
3: Yeah, you could be right.
2: But you awesome. do eat a lot of pizza. So mm, there is that. So
3: yeah, you definitely do yeah. not eat all organic. Like we do get down on some Chick-fil-A. So I, I'm going to say five. Like that feels honest to me. I'm just going to say okay. five. <laughs> That's a solid answer. Totally acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you, Mackenzie, on that one?
0: Um, You know, when I had babies, I'd say I was higher. I was probably like... A seven in my mind, but probably an eight or nine from the outside looking in like normal people. (laughs) (laughs) But but now I'd say I'm more like around a five or six. Okay. So yeah.
1: Yeah, Calm down a little bit.
0: Leveled out in my late 30s. Yeah. (laughs) not that. quite as extreme anymore <laughs> well it was so much fun having you guys on I am so glad we were able to make this happen it's been one of the most fun episodes I've had in a long time and oh, we just God. need some of that right now so thank you guys so much
2: oh thank you Mackenzie this is so fun it thank was you. so
0: great alright well I, we can't wait to see what you come out with next oh thank you
3: <laughs> handsome muscle panties girl Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I keep them on now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Thank you. Aren't they so much fun? On the day that I got to interview them, I was so dead tired, but I had such a blast being able to talk with them and pick their brains about how they do everything. I was so like perked up and pumped up by the time I got done with that interview they were just a hoot. So, if you want to find links to any of the stuff that we talked about today, any of their videos and all that good jazz, then go to slash 164 and that's where you can find links to everything that we talked about today. You can also just scroll up in whatever podcasting app you're using and you should be able to find the show notes there. As always, I would love to connect with you on Instagram, ladies. It's one of my very favorite places to be able to chat with all of you in DMs and share weird content from my life. So head over to at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram and be sure to also follow at Leanna Michelle on Instagram and YouTube and all the places. Of course, Instagram is my favorite. They share their content out there. Plus, they've got other funny tidbits that we could all use right now during pandemic life. So be sure to check them out and let them and me know what you thought about this episode. All right. Until next week, ladies, stay at home and be bold and gracious.